Welcome, we are coming to you from a galaxy not so far away. Well, depending on where you're at. I suppose. Uh, yeah. uh, you could be listening to this into the outer reaches of space, and if so, uh, nanu, nanu. Yeah, what is it, like um, the signals from early broadcast TV are still yeah, traveling? Yeah, like they're just now getting more and Mindy. Yeah, they're yeah. just getting like at Jupiter or something. Yeah, like hence my nanu, nanu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, read a really sad story, uh, which we're not going to talk about because I don't want to bring everybody down uh, about Robin Williams' Too final days. Late, oh yeah, uh, and like they take you basically inside what was going on and what he was diagnosed with. They thought it was Parkinson's; it wasn't. It was like something far worse. And oh, that's one good. Of the uh, the biggest side effects of it was suicide, suicidal thoughts, and mm. stuff like that. So, uh, anyways, ha hi, uh, grateful uh, stuff to talk about right at the start of the show: <laughs> suicide and all. What a show. Yeah, no. Uh, we are here to deliver you the finest review for Solo, a Star Wars story without spoiling the shit. So, uh, welcome to How Sam Sees It. It's hey. another week. Uh, that over there uh, with his lovely hey is the voice of Mr. J. Rod. Hello again, everybody. We are here to punch it, as they say in the Star Wars film. What are we going to punch? The it. Oh, okay. Because I, make it I thought go, you were talking about the dogs. I was like, that's quick. not cool, dude. You no, you can't, can't do that. You can't punch the you dogs. You can't be doing that. Yeah. No, that, that, that's like instant, like, <laughs> bad news. Like, that. you'd be messing with the dogs, and it's not good. Two dogs sitting in on the show today. Uh, we have uh, mascot of late, L. Loki. And then, uh, of course, old school mascot uh, of mascot fame, old Dapper Dobby, who just leaned back and yawned uh, <laughs> to get his introduction. So... Uh, all is well in their world. Uh, so uh, what we are going to do, we have a review for Solo. We got a little bit of news we're going to talk about. J-Rod's got a secret movie? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay, and J-Rod's got a secret Why movie not? for you. Uh, so that's going to be a pretty exciting show. So we're not going to waste too much time in the start. We're going to get to the news. We're going to do it now. One small step for man. All the humanity is all the I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. All right, that fancy new music there is uh, done by J-Rod and his brother, uh, always uh, contributing to the betterness of the show. Uh, so, yeah, we got uh, some good stuff to talk about, and um, let's go ahead and start with uh, the, I guess I'll say, elephant in the room, and that is the, uh, well, no, I guess not in our room, I suppose, but uh, <laughs> no, the Roseanne has made news again. Did you just call uh, her fat? <laughs> see, I knew <laughs> that if I said that, uh, it could come back that way, but I will say this. She is racist, and that ain't cool these days, uh, or ever, yeah, uh, right. but still... Uh, it's seeming to be like trending positive again now, and I don't understand that whole oh, her? ordeal. Well, just in general in the world today. Oh, it, racism? Well, it's just seemingly out and about more than it ever has been in my young lifetime. Um, you know, it's weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I think that people are just talking about it more than they used to. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could be. There's more outlets and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like Roseanne has said pretty horrendous things pretty much all her uh f stardom career yes and, 
and uh, nobody cared until like yesterday. Well, <laughs> it's not that necessarily people cared. I guess it's that uh, you just—I don't know. I don't know exactly. It's weird because some people are like, "Well, she's totally right. Freedom of speech, blah blah blah." And those are the same people that are saying for the NFL. Yes, and hey, NBC has the are, right to do what they did. That's kind of where we're at with it. In the end, um, you know, where the where the ball lies is in, in the workplace. And well, the freedom of speech people, does not mean freedom of consequences. That is correct. Uh, but a lot of people it means seem to the think government it, cannot put you in jail. A lot of people seem to think it does, though. They do it's because weird. they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's weird. Yeah. Like it's weird to hear that. Like it, you know, I can't, I can't necessarily uh, go into uh, your job and say, hey, blah blah blah, start a bunch of shit, blame you, and you say, yeah, fuck you, and then expect everything to be cool. Yeah. The mm-hmm. next day, like, hey, back to work. They're like the fuck yeah you you just caused chaos <laughs> yeah. uh and no and in the end uh the reason that i think this is a little more than just she's made you know some some off-handed remarks in the past she has um this was a particularly bad one in poor taste on a popular uh platform that didn't used to uh be around and in the end um of it it cost a lot of people their jobs, yeah. uh, the remark. And it seemingly she doesn't care about that. She thinks that she's being picked on. And it's like, yeah, you brought this on yourself and you kind of fucked a whole lot of other people over. Yeah. And then two of well, the Well, Wanda Sykes was off the show before she... She was. Yeah. Uh, so it was Whitney Cummings mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, but I have... She cited difficulties uh, yeah. in the process. Uh, <laughs> um and, uh, you know, uh, there was two of the actors that said, hey, uh, we're not cool with this. And then she unquit Twitter to come back on to lash out at them, which I think is like, you said you're going to quit Twitter because you caused all this shit after you well, did all this. And then now you're back to yell at these cast The first and- um, tweet that re- referenced the, the, the one that she got in trouble for, she apologized for making a joke in bad taste and that's when she said she was leaving Twitter yeah. before ABC canceled her show. Ah. Somebody got a hold of her and said, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to lose your show. So she apologized and then they canceled her show. She's like, well, fuck it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it so. again anyway. I At least so. that's how I read the situation. Yeah, uh, But yeah, they're like, ah. and yeah. I, this is how I feel about it. Like ABC's like Disney, you know, uh, and while Disney's semi-evil uh, as their appearance goes in their movies and such in their association. It's family friendly evil. It is. It's family friendly. Yeah, family. I like that. Family friendly evil. Uh, They leave the business side to the business and they do a pretty good job of keeping that bullshit out of their entertainment, which is my point. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, when this kind of stuff is in the forefront, whether you have been saying stuff like that your whole career, you know, Twitter is, is massively popular and. There is nothing that she could have said in the 80s on any recorded special that would have ever reached as many people as what she typed out yeah. on Memorial mm-hmm. Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And that is what the difference is, I guess. Now, you say, here's the deal. Comedy is to find the line and well, find she, how she far you can push it. So, I, you know, she is of an old old school comedy mindset yeah. right there. Well, that, she's responsible for what we think of stand-up today in the modern yeah, I uh, mean, well, that's in true. large chunk, her and Richard Pryor. Yeah, like especially you know, when it comes to women, she's definitely. Oh, definitely so. So you know, she she is her whole career 
found that line and pushed Mm -hmm. that line and pushed and pushed. And this is the first time anybody's ever really pushed back. And she's she's, not handled it well. She's said (laughs) racist stuff on Twitter before, like before she was famous again. Yeah, she in her in in her like time at the interim, shall we call it? And she was doing like shows like Last Comic Standing and stuff like that. You know, shows that weren't all that good. Yeah, and basically living off of her legendariness of comedy. Well, she has like fruit farms in Hawaii and shit. That's how she rolls now. Yeah, she lives on a plantation essentially. Uh, (laughs) Probably a wrong word to use in that context (laughs) given what she said. But but it's a large. I think it's pineapples is what I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I also learned uh, because of this incident that she suffered a traumatic head injury at the age of sixteen, and her. The inside scoop is her mental acuity has been slipping ever since. Since 16? Yep. She is older yep. now. <laughs> and that's why she didn't have the wherewithal to say, hey, if I do this, I'm going to lose my show. Yeah, I don't even think she ever thought she was ever even doing anything wrong. And then she was like, oh, well, okay, fine. Maybe I did yeah. cross the line. Let me just get that off of there. What? You're taking my shit? What? Yeah, <laughs> and if you happen to have been under a rock during Memorial Day, what she essentially did was call a African-American lady, Susan Rice, from the Obama administration an ape. Yeah, uh, um, she said something about like a mixture of the Muslim Brotherhood uh, and the Planet of the Apes, and uh, that is not okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, at all. Yeah, on any platform, and uh, you know, she handled it like a champ. She's like, I'm cool. Just I'm glad it's going to bring awareness to the issue. Yeah, you know, or whatever. She handled her shit perfect. Well, she got a good team. Yeah, I don't there. think it, it bothered her in the least. She's like a crazy lady oh, yeah, saying the news shit made on Twitter. It out, though. Oh, she attacked. Blah blah blah. She's like, eh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad there's awareness brought from it. I got a good team. We're just fine over mm-hmm. here. You know, I'm, I don't, I'm busy running yeah, the world. I don't need to, uh, Roseanne's approval. Either, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. we're cool. Uh, not me and Roseanne, just with not ever the world. Speaking, yeah, you know, like we're good. Uh, but no, uh, so that's a big thing. If you didn't know about that, uh, check it out. It's, it's very divisive. There are many people uh, that think that she is completely within her uh, right to have not lost her show. Um, well, she's big um, in the. Um uh, let me just say it this way because it's quicker. The right wing conspiracy theory groups that are okay. out there. She's big into that Is and she? she's a big figure for that. And uh-huh. from what I have seen, most of the strong support comes from those regions. Okay, see, this is why we have J-Rod yeah. here who has our political stuff, because I only know entertainment stuff. He yeah. knows all the the good shit over there. Yeah, like, she's a big conspiracy theorist in general anyway. So, yeah, yeah like well, trails and we didn't land on the moon and all that. Oh, yeah, the know. fake moon landing yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a few that are on that uh, whole thing. I have not honestly paid any attention to Roseanne in the past decade. Other than I watch uh, her uh, comedy, uh, her her old Halloween episodes during the month of October because mm. they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did enjoy the show when I was younger, just because I mean it's funny. Yeah, and yeah John Goodman, well. you know. Uh, and uh, <laughs> John Goodman's like, oh, thank God, I don't have to go back he's to that. Like, set. Cool, <laughs> I can go get paid real money again, uh, and I don't have to worry about thirteen seasons with half the people that can't act anymore. Yeah, like those kids, except for Sarah Chalk, uh, who went on to be a fine actress. 
I don't really like her in Scrubs, but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. She's a, a fine actress who did many things and is caught a really great gig in Rick and Morty. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, the you know the DJ kid was awful. Uh, mm-hmm. the, you know Sarah Sarah Gilbert has not never been a great actor. Um, sorry if yeah. you liked Darlene a lot, but like she's been Darlene and like the girl on the View. So, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like that's been her career. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other, so the other Becky, uh, she's not very good either. She acted like she acted in the eighties, and that acting doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So you can't come in and act eighties style unless <laughs> it is an eighties parody, uh, and you are told to do so. Um, so it, you know, the show came out and it was a bang, you know, huge hit, like 26 yeah, million top, viewers. Top like, rated of the year. Oh, it? It, like the past, like a good chunk of time. Mm-hmm. Um, not like 30 years or anything, but yeah. like the past few years, there hasn't been a comedy that's premiered higher than that. And, you know, uh, the ratings numbers started slipping as seasons go on, as they all do. But for me, as I, I did watch the season because of my, my connection to the past, and, you know, it, it started slipping as it went on. You know, I think Laurie Metcalf probably wanted to gouge her eyes out. Uh, yeah, they must have paid her. I'm just <laughs> serious because she... She uh, oh, boy, how do I say this? Laurie Metcalf is a fine actress, just nominated for an Academy Award, and she was there... And let's just say she was acting at least the bare minimum. Way stage acting, way overacting. Oh, yeah. Like she forgot how to sitcom, dude. Television. Like, like all of it. Like she's like, I'm playing Steppenwolf here. <laughs> and we're like, damn, take it back uh, a bit. Um, Interesting. And yeah, but I mean, you know. John Goodman is John Goodman. He's good at whatever the fuck he does. Yeah. Uh, and he was fine. You know, uh, he would have probably done it, and he was probably getting uh, that ex- whatever money they had went to Dan and and Jackie. Oh yeah, uh, you know anything that John, was left John, over yeah, after yeah, yeah, John Goodman and and Laurie Metcalf, and then Roseanne had a chunk, and then the kids got bit. But you know, they're, yeah. they're the kids. They're, they're just happy to be they're working not fucking again. John Goodman. They're like, you're John fucking Goodman now. You were John Goodman before. Like, hey, kind of cool. Like, you're John fucking Goodman. <laughs> you were in that. You're one America's dad. Yeah. Like, when you die, the world will weep. Like, sir, <laughs> you know, yeah, like awful, you know, uh, but yeah, so, uh, it was kind of a, not a surprising move from, you know, humanistic, humanistic standpoint, humanistic's not the word, humanitarian mm. standpoint. It's the right thing to do. You just don't usually see that with money makers and big business. It's becoming more popular now, not popular, but just popular to get on the side of the right thing with this Me Too business, oh, yeah. um, you know, that's going around the Me well, Too Well, I think it's largely stuff. a reaction to uh, our current president as well, um, that a lot of – there. Uh, I don't know how else to say it, and I don't want to quite say it this way because it has somewhat negative connotation, but the knee-jerk reactions to this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. In the old days, before they would try and put out the fire as long as they could before they had to pull the trigger, yeah. now they're more, way more quick to pull the trigger. And I think it's a, I think it's a resistance thing. She's a Trump supporter. A very large Trump yeah. supporter. And, so, and very, uh, uh, very uh, public about it. And you can't be that in L.A. and keep working. You just can't. Um, that's tough. Well, I mean, think of all the conservatives. There's a, there's a, there's, a, there's like a, it's like a, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is a war going on, but it's under the surface. It's like oh, not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like, hey, shadow we're war. outright in war with you, but like we fucking go in war. Well, with it's you. always been that way too. If you're a conservative actor in any sort of way, yeah, you they got to- Oprah up and up and up and a rile. They got fucking Meryl <laughs> Streep up up there, fucking yep. saying like these are like huge. They're like, oh no, and then mm-hmm. the other side's like, yeah, bitch, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like, damn. Uh, these two sides are about to scrap. Yeah. Uh, so um, it's just it's crazy. Uh, and speaking of uh, you know forty five, he he dropped a weird treat or treat tweet on the Memorial Day. <laughs> Who says Happy Memorial Day? Like oh. that's weird. Well, people say that. I mean, not, but not, that's not, when you're at a barbecue. Yeah. That's what, well, yeah. you know, hey, I hope you had a good Memorial Day. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not hap- It's not a happy. You know, like I don't get. I don't know. It, well, yeah, I, I of course I understand what you're saying. But I, if it, I say it, it's not a big deal. Yeah. If the president of the United States, the head and commander in chief of the well, United I don't States think, military, I don't think it. that's what did him in on that one. Well, what, don't get me there. The good job at the end. Come on, and oh, you wanna, and, and you how he talked it? about himself. Yeah, like for he was most like, it, yeah. hey, you know what? Uh, anybody that served, that's cool. Anybody that has died, that's a bummer. Hey, you know what I did? I blah blah blah, and I blah yeah, blah best blah. Economy, hey, good now. job. Yeah. I think. If they were alive, they'd dig it. It's basically, that's not what he said, but that's what he said. Yeah. Uh, happy Memorial Day. <laughs> like you know, like I say that to you, leaving my house uh, with with a, with a like you said a barbecue sandwich or mm-hmm. some shit. Uh, you know, uh, or you say to your parents, you know, hey, I had a good time, happy Memorial Day, blah blah blah. Yeah. You don't say it when you're. It's a military thing, and you're the head of the military. You don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe I'm old school on no, that. I am. Uh, I'm in a weird place because of how I am involved politically. So shit like that that he does doesn't bother me. I go, well, of course. Yeah, I'm not a political person. Uh, so it's just like I'm just like, what the? F-? I just I, it actually, fr- I'm not talking about you because I know you're not into it. But the people who are into politics like that that still freak out about that shit. I'm like, uh-huh. there's actual stuff going on. Like, oh yeah, I barely a fuck about what he tweets. I barely really even notice yeah. until it becomes like a thing that I see. Like, and I'm like, what, what, what? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I have to take a second to go, well, what the fuck? And here's a good example. Sorry to drop politics on you, but just for the sake of this argument. Of course, you saw that, and we're, you know, not, I won't say upset, but. No, I'm not upset. And annoyed, curious. It's just weird. Yeah, there you go. It's a weird thing to say. But what you didn't see anything about is how the Congress rolled back all the banking protections we put in after the collapse of 2008. That sounds like some sneaky shit. Well, yeah, I mean. Like a, hey, look at this while we're doing this. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Misdirection. Something, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. The um, old magic. That's trick. the kind of stuff I'm talking about. When that sh- when when he tweets, I, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't normally. I mean, I know he tweets some weird shit. I get my news a lot largely uh, from John Oliver because he's funny. Yeah. I don't like to watch the real news. It's depressing. Yeah. Uh, so I watch entertainment stuff and I look uh, on entertainment things. But my world, those worlds collided this week. It's weird. <laughs> In all kinds of ways. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so I've had to look at political things. So now I'm going to switch gears, though, because I don't want to talk about shit no more. But that was, you know, the big headline. Um uh, there's a new Fallout coming out. That's if you heard the creepy, weird, cool, and 
a strange version of the country roads. It's just old timey. It is old timey, but it's kind of creepy though. It's got a creepiness to it. You see, I didn't watch the trailer before I heard the song, so I didn't think it was that creepy actually. No, okay. Well, maybe it's because of the trailer. It's all slow moving through some shit, Mm -hmm. and it's like, what the fuck is going on here? They got some weird ass, not John Denver, but John Denver music going Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, but it's, it's a cool version of that song. I like it. Um, and so they, and that, the whole thing of that, it's going to be a good is, year for games already is. Well, here's, here's my question. Uh, the whole thing is for the new, the new fallout 76. It's a teaser and I, uh, you, uh, it doesn't tell you much about what the game's going to well, be. The so fallout never does. Is it going to be like a, like a, a, like a multi massively multiplayer, like online thing, or is it going to be like oh, an RPG? An or is it going to be uh, like a like a regular Fallout? Like I, I don't know. I don't want to play no massively uh, MMO game. Like I don't do that. I don't want to mess with that. Bioware hasn't really done. I guess they did a little bit with Skyrim. Yeah, and I don't really want to play on online with all the the folk and stuff. Like yeah. I guess if they can come in, my I, I like the single player Fallout experience. I think they're just getting away from numbering them one, two, three, and four because you can't only do that for so long. I don't feel like it's a full game though either. Oh really? I don't know though. I, I, it's a teaser trailer. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. If it's going to be uh, an RPG, I don't know if I'm into that either. I just. Well, I mean, I guess it's. I guess it is, and it isn't already. I, I I like the way that Fallout is set up. So if it drastically changes the formula of the game, I don't know if I'm going to like it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my whole thing. Um, I would agree. Yeah, uh, but it is coming um, uh, in June. They're going to have more about it. So oh, oh, good. Yeah. So <laughs> hey, uh, I saw Krusty uh, McSurge guy uh, this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, I see him he, now. he enjoys the the Blue Duck Barbecue mm-hmm. and and the area there. Uh, he's doing fine. Him and his lady came down and uh, took in. An evening uh, of uh, live music, and uh, you know it was nice to, to see him. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he re- he still recognizes uh, us, and hopefully still listens. It's been a while so. since we've been out there at a big event. Well, you know it's different now. It is. It's all different with mm-hmm. the numbered seating and all that stuff. You know, it's, it's a it's a whole new it's a whole new world. Numbered seats. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's just a whole new world, dude. You know. Um, speaking of uh, which, I guess not really. It's not a whole. It's not like a, a massively thing, but um, I'm going to tell you something on this. I'm going to move on. Okay, I understand the fundamentals of baseball fairly well. I understand that if everybody is moving and a ball hit and you have the bases loaded and you're running, there's going to be a force out somewhere. When players are uh, baseball players are taught to slide, when there's any chance of a double play in play, they slide wide. It's what they do. It's how they do it. It's been doing it for years, and it's not against the rules. So some the Pirates are calling for Anthony Rizzo, the possible cleanest man in all of baseball, <laughs> a dirty player, and one in find, and then some. Uh, he did win the Roberto Clemente Award for most sportsman like mm-hmm. player last year as well, uh, but some people said it's the dirtiest play they've ever seen. And to that I say, do you even fucking watch baseball? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, there is a strong cardinal bias. Um, oh, yeah. And it's, uh, I, I, it's ridiculous. I think he's a little, a little late. But other than that, it's ridiculous. everything about it was fine. Um, ridiculous. <clears throat> baseball play. Yeah. You know, they're making a big deal out of it. But he clipped his ankle with the catcher's ankle and he stumbled. Yeah. And guess what? The like, catcher popped back up. Yeah. 
So it's not, I don't understand. What I actually, the only thing I have a problem with is that MLB came out the next day and said, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was an illegal slide. Yeah. As they reviewed that shit for a good. Yeah. Four umpires disagree with you. So get that shit straight, please. Well, not only that, four on field umpires disagree with you and four, at least two more in New York. Yeah. They got to talk to. In the booth. Yeah. Yeah. uh, So just. You know, yeah. The know. rule is, as long as you slide where you can contact the plate, you're good. The yeah. rule about contacting a catcher is about running them over. It's a yeah. completely different thing. I know. It's a. I told you, it's a weird week. It's a weird week. It's more like how Simp gripes it today. I guess. But, <laughs> you know what uh, really grinds my you gears? You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> it's one of those. Because uh, here I got another. Uh, okay, bring it. Big casting news. Uh, Jamie Foxx is the star in the new Spawn. They talked about it a few months ago, and everybody's like, boo, why? No. And they're like, we're just talking. We're just talking. We're just talking. Now it's done. Yep. So I don't know. I, I've been wrong about castings before. I'm not the know-all. I just I know some things, uh, and I just don't see it. But whatever. He's going to have to bulk up because he was also cast as Mike fucking Tyson, which I really didn't see. <laughs> uh, but the only thing that I knew is that when I was young, there was a, set, a skit on uh, In Living Color, and it was called like Three Mics and a Baby. And it was, <laughs> it was him, Jamie Foxx, and the two uh, main Wayans brothers, Damon Wayans and Keenan Ivory Wayans. Mm-hmm. And they were the three mics, and they were taking care of a baby. And they were doing the mic impression. You're like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to eat your children. I'm gonna, you know, doing mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, Jamie Foxx did a really good Mike Tyson impression. He's a fine impressionist. I just—it's a weird choice to play Mike Tyson. I don't think it is. He did the Ray thing, and so anybody he can do an impression of, they're gonna think he can pull off the full movie. He's gonna have to prosthetic himself somewhere. His face does just doesn't look like Mike Tyson. I don't think that matters as much as there's no way he can get as big as Mike Tyson was when Mike Tyson was at his prime. Mike Tyson was a fucking killer. Yeah, Uh, he was a. He was a small giant too. That motherfucker was. Oh, a, he was a tiny. Boulder. He will yeah. kill you. Yeah. Like if you, and I'm not kidding. If you, if you, if do yourself a favor. <laughs> uh, as I'm old, so I saw Mike Tyson fights when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, I remember shit. the eight second fight? I've never seen another box. I, I like boxing. I watch uh, MMA uh, fairly often. I don't really miss the pay per views. I watch some of the fight nights. I enjoy, uh, you know, a pugilistic bout of. Mm-hmm. Fisticuffs, mm-hmm. um, and I've always loved watching Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson just wanted to kill you, yeah. and he did that. He, I seen Mike Tyson hit a man so hard that the man fell down, got right back up, looked around to see who hit him, and then fell down again <laughs> and was knocked the fuck out. Like that happened. Yeah. So just Google Mike Tyson knockouts, and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of Google videos pop up. It's like 30 minutes. You'll be like, oh my god, that yeah. is barbaric what he did to some people. So I guess I'm curious about it, and I don't like the spawn casting. I don't know why. I mean, that the guy that played him in the other one, like if I want to get away from that, cool. That guy still knows martial arts. He's still big as fuck, Michael Jai White or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's still a black belt from hell. Jamie Foxx don't know no karate. I think Jamie Foxx ain't big as fuck. I what? think he's yeah. I think he's doing it. Um, he was on Joe Rogan. Shit, it's about a year ago now. Um, Maybe he's training for Spawn then. Yeah, and I know uh, Eddie 
not Eddie Murphy. Um, Wesley Snipes is a giant. Well, yeah, he, Wesley Rocky. Snipes will fuck you up. Yeah, like he is a legit like ninja almost. He's got yeah. a black belt from hell, and mm-hmm. he will fu- he will hurt you. Yeah, uh, I knew that, but I didn't know no Jamie Foxx in karate. In yeah, karate. I don't. I don't think it's karate. I think he's doing like one the of ancient the art like um of one karate. of the grappling. Uh, like, like uh, or Muay Thai, or yeah. not Muay Thai, but uh, yeah. what's the one that starts with the C? Uh, Krav Maga or K Krav Maga? Yeah, that could be it. Is, is, that's the Israeli uh, yeah. tactics mm-hmm. there, which is uh, a thing now. Well, it always has been, but it's getting popular over here. So, uh, anyways, uh, moving on to the. Uh, this has been a crazy memorial. There's a lot, of, a whole bunch of shit going on. Uh, big news in The Walking Dead. Uh, Circle, I guess. Uh, the Walking Sphere. Dead, uh, yeah, world. world. Um, you know, uh, I've been harping on it for two straight seasons now. Um, each season, I've been like, "This is what's going on. This is not very good. What is happening?" Apparently, uh, I remember we talked about it on the show about a year and a half ago that uh, Andrew Lincoln was tired of being in Atlanta for all the shooting he had mm-hmm. to do for the show. He wanted to go back to London, and then he couldn't do it. He was bothered and upset. Uh, there was also rumors we talked about of Lauren Cohen leaving the show, who plays Maggie. And, uh, uh, well, I guess, I'm not going to say that, uh, you know, we broke the story because we didn't. But we certainly reported it very early, and we were uh, absolutely correct. Uh, he is, in fact, uh, confirmed now as leaving the show. Yeah, and he's only Rick. going to be in six episodes, Andrew Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Also only confirmed for six episodes is Lauren Cohen. So, who plays Maggie? So, Rick and Maggie, two of the biggest characters on the show, only six episodes out of the sixteen of the of the ninth season, and they have offered apparently Norman Reedus a giant pile of money to stay <laughs> because he wants to leave. He's like, I'm, I've done this for nine years. Yeah, you know, I need to move on. That's what a lot of these Andrew Lincoln just wants to go home. Yeah. He, you know, he, he's he's a he's a London guy, like legit. He doesn't live. He doesn't yeah, have so is Maggie. She's British too. Yeah, he doesn't have like a house over here in America. Like he's like, I, I want to go back to Britain and do my British thing, yeah. uh, and he's wanted that for a couple of years. And finally, I think he said, I've had enough. Uh, yeah. I think he hit his contract, and he's like, I'm doing you a favor. I'm going to give you six episodes because I don't have to do that. Yeah, because he can't just not show up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm going to give you this many contracts up. I want this much money, and we're going to write me out. Oh, you can't. I can, and I will. Otherwise, I don't even have to show up, and you'll be fucked. But yeah. I don't want to do that. I'm British, and I'm nice. I'm I'm assuming those negotiations have been going on a very long time. They probably have. Ever since, since they the, stopped filming. Yeah, every, well, and probably ever since he started getting very serious about the fact that he wanted to go home. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Andrew Lincoln and Lauren Cohen out next season. We shall see what happens. Um, They're probably going to fuck him around and make like do two in the beginning and then have him come back for one right before the midseason break. Yeah, you know, something like that. They'll, they'll draw it out at least as hard, yeah. uh, you know, as, as long as they can, no matter how hard it is to the storyline to do it. They'll be mm-hmm. like, you got six episodes? Cool. It's going to be in one, and then we're going to go about five episodes, and then going to be another one. Then there's going to be an episode about, about, about this three, guy. Then we're going to go on break, and then we're going to save the last three episodes for his last three episodes. Mm-hmm. And Rick's like, cool, I don't care. Film them first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we'll do what we want there. And he's like, no, you won't. You'll film them first. Yeah, I, then, I would uh, imagine his filming <laughs> schedule is included in that. Yeah, yeah and then... Uh, uh, Lauren Cohen, they're probably going to do something. They got the baby going on there, and uh, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I, you know. So pull, pull a Lori. Yeah, you know, um, she's she's out. I don't know, and I don't know how this is going to go down and all that kind of stuff. But uh, should have done a better job at cultivating, you know, people to take their place. They good in in in. Uh, yeah, competent people, good to, stories, to and place. bringing them into the fold and all that stuff. Okay, so that's the real big news there. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the middle, the finale of hmm. the middle, and then I'm going to throw it over to J Rod, and I want to propose something to you live here, right on the air. Okay, I mean, it might fuck with your whole shit. It might not. I don't know. All right. Instead of you reviewing a secret movie. Mm-hmm. There is something that both me and you have in common that the world might want to know about that you have already managed to get through one time and that I am going to be getting Yeah, I can do that too. Yeah, so I'm going to have J-Rod review Detroit uh, Becoming Human without spoiling. I think it's Become Human. Become Human. Without spoiling because the whole goal is to become human. Yeah. uh, Ish. We'll get into that, Uh, but you really can't spoiler it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, there's too many choices. Yeah, you'd have to make the exact same choices I do. Yeah, and so I'm going to have J-Rod talk about that. I have the game as well. Me and J-Rod both got it on the same night because we wanted the Heavy Rain bonus. Mm -hmm. Then we found out... Could have got that bonus anyways. But it's okay because <laughs> it would have cost the same no matter what. Yeah. So we basically got a $30 game for 10 bucks and some extra stuff for yeah. the Detroit, which paid, is a good deal. Paid, what, 70 was it? It's sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, for both. And the regular game's fifty nine ninety nine with tax at a store. It's 65 so mm-hmm. it's like 64 and change. And then if you, and get you don't get anything 30, extra. Yeah. And so for basically $5.42... Uh, we get a whole new, a whole. Uh, it's an older game that's great. That we get in a new system, which is updated, which is nice. Yeah, it's been uh, out uh, remastered for a while. Now. Yeah, it has. You said it was twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and we got it for like five bucks, and then we get some other stuff, not in game stuff, but like art and like a soundtrack and stuff like. It's yeah, a great, I, it's a great value. I deleted that shit. Yeah, I didn't want it on my thing, <laughs> but it's a nice value. It you know is, what yeah. I mean? and you get some themes. Well, and you actually, actually get that shit in the game as well. Um, the what? art, the art, and the, oh, really? the soundtrack. Yeah, that's cool. And as, the extra as you section? complete mission, we'll, let's talk yeah, about okay. it. There we go. We'll talk about. It. So, anyways, I'm going to talk about the middle for a minute. I'm going to throw it over uh, to J Rod. He's going to talk about Detroit, uh, which I'm excited Rock to play City. Uh, this night. And uh, I'm always down to talk about Detroit Rock City, uh, either the song with Kiss or the movie with Eddie Furlong. <laughs> I like them both. So, uh, what do you think about that? The following program is brought to you in living color. There is nothing wrong with your television set. Do not attempt to adjust the picture. The Middle. Um, Here's a show that I've been watching. I talked about it last week, so I'm not going to do a big, long deal about it. I love The Middle. Um, I was excited uh, to see it. I talked about it last week. I said it was really good. It was really nice. I just hope that uh, some more good shows can be born from that, uh, that, ty- that style like, oh, of show yeah. um, where it's just the per- – like they have the Goldbergs on right now, which is great. And mm-hmm. it focuses on nostalgic-based uh, family good stuff, which is a, good, a fun, good, feel-good show that's mm-hmm. on and a good time during the week, followed up by Modern Family, you know, and it had the middle on it before, so – it, which is traditional Midwest family. So um, I just want to put this out there. 
So the show that it said that it was, it said that it was a Midwest family and all that. I just wanted to let you know that that we who live here in the Midwest, uh, it is an extremely authentic show to how Midwesterners live. And basically, uh, the middle, if you've not ever taken a chance to check it out, it's almost a love letter to people of, you know, the people that live in Illinois, Peoria, uh, not Chicago, but like yeah. middle of the state, Springfield, you know, down south uh, by St. Louis, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Indiana, um, middle of Missouri, all that kind of stuff. The middle, the heart of the country. That it's a it's got a way around here. It's hard to describe. The uh, accent is not easy to do for those who have not lived here for a substantial period of time. It's one that uh, actors have to work very hard to do convincingly. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's just they got everything right, and I just I, it's it's rare when a show can just nail it like that. And the last time I've seen it is five years ago. In Goldberg's now, I'm saying I'm not saying there hasn't been good shows. There have there's very good shows, but there's very few good shows that can hit that half hour mark just right. You know, like the Modern Family, the comic timing is just perfect for their half hour. The Goldberg's makes you go, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I remember that. I had one of those fucking things, and it was pretty crazy. That dude's nuts, and you know, so if you never if you never watched the middle. Check it out. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I'm going to throw it on over to Jay Rod. He's going to talk a little bit about Detroit. And then we are going to talk a little bit about Solo. We're going to do it. Going to do it now. Too many secrets. That's classified. I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. I know this because Tyler knows this. Secrets, Marty. Uh, hey, everybody. Yeah, that's the music. I'm, I'm over here. <laughs> Not over there. <laughs> Never over there. Um, so uh, I was actually very skeptical of this game, and I, I don't know why. Probably because you didn't play Heavy Rain. No, it's because the, the right up until its release, you had fucking no idea what it was about. You just heard a bunch of people say, it's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good. Mm-hmm. And you're like, tell me why. And they're like, nah. <laughs> exactly. We ain't going to tell you why. Um, but when uh, I was kind of considering getting Heavy Rain anyway, I've been kind of on a retro game kick. I did the Shadow of the Colossus recently anyway. So that kind of put me over the, the tipping point. I, with games, I usually wait for them to come out. Uh, and it's, you know, it's a fair chunk of change you got to drop to get one of these things, right? It is. It's not just chump change anymore. Yeah. So I, I, I like it's to... never been. But. Yeah. I like to wait until... Well, when it was quarters, maybe. Yeah. That's right. Until <laughs> um, the reviews and, and I, I know people... People who have played it or know people who know people who have played it. Anyway, so this time I bucked my trend and I pre-ordered for the heavy rain for the value we previously discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, let me tell you something. This game's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, not going not gonna to lie. I've played three hours of it and I've been like, cool. I just now got to uh, the actors, uh, Clancy, whatever his name is, the long-haired uh, noir detective. Oh, yeah. The, walk into the diner. Yeah, it's a bar. The, the Bar. Yeah, the... Yeah. the 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 not the warden but the head guard from Shawshank that yeah, guy yeah that guy his name's Clancy something I think it's Williams it might be Williams yeah, yeah. but that's um, the guy yeah and it looks just oh, like yeah. him the actors that are in like this is like they 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 face modeled yeah, or whatever the graphics are sometimes alarming it blurs the lines of reality yeah it's especially really for some reason with the female characters my guess would be because of the it's hard to get facial hair yeah right? like the lady in the menu you're like whoa yeah <laughs> ho 
Yeah. Shit, that's and, creepy. Uh, is she following me? Damn. I don't yeah, know she's got kind of a Scarlett Johansson thing going on. Yeah, she's, yeah, it's weird. It's cool. Um, it's good. And she's actually a part of the game, which is interesting. I did not expect uh, in a, in some weird roundabout ways. So uh, I recommend to all who play this game, exit once you get to a save point. Like once you finish a chapter or a mission or whatever, get to a save point, exit to the main menu, and just let her talk. Yeah. Because it gets pretty cool. She said some shit to me last time. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, cool? and it it gets pretty intense. Actually, have you Let taken me? the survey yet? No. Yep. There's a couple surveys oh, she my. makes you take, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. No. She was just like, I saw your last progress there. I'm like, you you did. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like, would you like to talk about it? What? The what? Yeah. Uh, I guess. Let's see what happened. My favorite one is it was kind of towards the end, but she was like, wait, wait, wait. When I hit start or continue my game, she's like, are are you sure you want to continue? Maybe we should just leave it the way it is. <laughs> And then, <laughs> then a message popped up, and it was like, "Are you sure you want to continue?" And I was like, "Uh, maybe." Like, Whoa! <laughs> yeah, maybe I do not. Ghost <laughs> exactly. in the machine. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, as for the game itself, uh, you play as three different androids, mm-hmm. um, and you switch back and forth, and their stories are fairly separate until they come to the point when they converge near the end, and then just after that, it's kind of the the final chapter. Um, it took about 15 to 20 hours to play a lot of quick time events, passaging, um, and not just quick time events. Like you have to hit the yeah. button. You also have to like hit the joystick or move your it, controller. It should a certain be noted way. that the entire game is basically the, uh, like what happens in a, like a boss battle where it's like X, Y, circle turn this thing you like that's how the whole game is there's no for the most part in your decisions yeah in your decisions and conversation yeah like Um, that those are what the buttons are used for you like open a door by like taking the analog stick and taking it and moving it forward and then like half a circle yeah or something like yeah you actually like um on the joystick push it over and then rotate it like you would pulling the direction of the door also pretty interactive to the controllers too when you pick up the stuff to read you control them by switching the pages by flipping over the finger mm-hmm. sensor, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I've, that's how you play piano too. Like you can play piano oh, a couple different times. Yeah. Well, you might not. You might have chose to do something else. Yeah, See, um, that's what's so crazy. Yeah, and it's not just little things like that either. There are giant decisions you have to make. That like um, when I I've played it like two you times now I guess completed it two times kind of the first time all the way through but then once you finish it you can go through the chapters uh, so I've pretty much gone back through every chapter trying to get achievements trophies yeah, whatever all that kind of stuff I know that you have to 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 play and beat the game a minimum of twice to get like at least your money's worth out of it not your money's worth but the money's worth of the story yeah and you know, the one one guy starts to lead the the uh the the movement of uh, the android movement mm-hmm. um one the the lady uh is uh, she's just trying to get her she has a little girl with her and she's trying to keep her safe and the last guy is an android detective trying to stop the androids okay. uh, and so based on your decisions you can you know all yeah. sorts of things can happen people can die way earlier in the game or way later in the game or not Whoa. at all um, yeah I've been reading as I go through reading like trophy walkthroughs uh-huh. layers like oh if this person's still alive I'm like wait they can die uh-huh. when, when the fuck could oh, they shit. <laughs> yeah 
Um, and like the lady who's trying to get the girls safe, like you get to choose how you, you know, go that route. So you could go one way or go a completely different way and not notice anything. Um, it's, yeah, it's really intense and you, the the, choices are supposed to be like insane. Some of these choices you have to make. Some of them are, um, I didn't find that hard of a, there were two that I questioned, uh, as they were happening. I was like, wait, what do I do here? What do I do here? Yeah. There were two big ones that I questioned. Um, but honestly, you're play like you and you're going to be fine. Yeah. IGN gave it an eight, which is pretty good. That's Uh, pretty good. I would give it higher. Yeah. Um, Uh, well, everybody else did. And they, somebody showed an adjusted IGN score to 9.5. And I'm like, huh, what has happened? Uh, (laughs) Because like like everywhere else, it's like 9.0, 9.5, four stars out of four four, or five stars out of five, you know, but every other gaming site is like nailed this game and the nines are near perfect. And they have an interesting uh, feature in the game, the flow charts. Yeah. Uh, I like those flow charts. Yeah. So you, as you, it annoyed me at first because I'm a completist. So I like to do everything, but you can't do everything because you can't make all of the choices. Right. But as you go back through, if you play it, differently it will fill in the flow chart yeah. uh, it won't erase what you've done if you if you choose to do it that yeah, way see, that's nice. um, and as you finish missions they give you uh, i think they're called credits is what they call them um, and you can go into a, a part of the menu that says extras and you can purchase quote unquote the artwork or the soundtrack and stuff uh, yes. uh, with those gamer points and you get an achievement for spending X amount of gamer points yeah, yeah. that sort of stuff um, highly recommended uh, yeah. the graphics are completely off the charts oh, yeah. if, especially if you're into like the telltale games this oh, is what yeah. I said to you It's uh, but I, I augmented it like since I said it to telltale. you um, it's a combination of Mass Effect, uh, uh, the Telltale games, and Batman: Arkham City. Because there's yeah. a lot of detective work, you yeah. got to look around for clues. Yeah, and, and you got to do certain things. You and can't you might run like, out of time, and you might not find all the clues, and that yeah. will not let you get a, uh, a, a um, dialogue path that you would normally yeah. be able to. Get. I reset the whole first chapter because I didn't get one of the clues. I was like, "Oh fuck that!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that first short. chapter is pretty intense. I mean, it is. It's important. It's, it took. I barely got all of them when I first did, and I didn't even realize what I – you'd have to learn how to play, and you're like, wait, what is going on? Yeah, And there's so a much. time limit, but there's no, like, ticking clock, so you don't know how much time yeah, you have. Yeah, and then they just start talking to you, and you're like, you're done. Yeah. You ain't going back. And that's how some of those go. Yeah, yeah. and they do that on purpose. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you get to decide who your friends are and yeah. how – certain things you do they they might choose to sacrifice themselves or or they might die in crossfire or whatever one of the others is lance enrickson who most people would recognize from a whole lot of things but probably the alien movies uh oh yeah you know yeah uh he's the the painter guy you know oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i like his android the most i think Oh, Marcus? Yeah, he's he's cool. He's good. Yeah, um, yeah like the, the guy who is Marcus was in Cabin in the Woods as well, Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't uh, watch no Grey's Anatomy, but I do like the Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, he's the he's the football playing guy that isn't Thor. Oh, yeah, I like Thor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so who he, didn't like Thor? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, and people. there's a lot of people, too, like um, as you're going through, you'll be like, oh, I know that voice. And I had to look some of them up. But, uh-huh. um, you know, it's a... It's a fairly expansive game, and depending on what you do, it, you know, depends on how it goes. Yeah. 
Um, I still have to play it again because um, I the first time I play every game I play the first time I play I just play. Yeah, that's how I do too. Yeah, and then I go back and try. So I wasn't yeah. trying to do anything, so I didn't maximize my trophy earnings. But I have yeah. to go back and play the whole thing all over again. I still haven't gone back through and done like the side missions in God of War yet. I'm like, get me through. I want to play. <laughs> What's the story? Yeah. Good story. Uh, well, cool. Um, so here's something that uh, we chose to do and that was go see solo uh oh we did yeah. featuring han solo han uh you can go and see that now and we're gonna tell you about it not now but right now and now for our feature presentation You talking to me? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Go ahead. Make my day. Fights will go on as long as they have to. Solo. That never happened. In a galaxy far, far away. Spoiler alert. That Long never ago. happened. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they should use me to do the music. Yeah. I'd, I'd just be like, John Williams ain't got nothing on you. They'll be like, John Williams? Who? No way. It's like that funky Star Wars we played last time. Yeah. It is funky. You hated it. I did. Yeah. But I liked it. Oh, man. So, Solo. It's in the news. Um, again, man, Star Wars is really like, let's take that fan base and just slice them in half. Like, let's just do that. <laughs> let's do it with our next two movies, and we'll see who loves Star Wars the most. And then they can choose their side. I just think J.J. Abrams doesn't give a fuck. Well, neither does Ron Howard. Yeah. Uh, but no, J.J. Uh, Abrams will do what he wants to do, he and will. it will hopefully reunite the masses. Mm. Um, Ryan Johnson gave him a split. Uh, Ron Howard gave him not a split, but like uh, one-third, yay, two-thirds, like, mm. <laughs> um, So here's the deal. We're going to get into Solo. Um we're not going to spoil it, uh, but it's hard. Okay. It's hard to tell you why things don't work without spoiling it, but I'm still going to do my best because I'm not going to spoil it because that's not cool. So here we go. Um, the movie is a space western with action and new characters and moves at a fast pace for a longer movie-ish, uh, which all sounds really awesome. And all that is true. But um, that comes at the expense of a good script. Um, there's a lot of uh, here's what here's what I know that the writers uh, are very familiar with the Star Wars material, universes, canons, and other movies. Mm -hmm. um, it is really on display, and they're trying to use their nostalgia. Oh, he just called him a move milker. That's what he called somebody in the Force or the the J.J. Abram one, the, yeah. the, you know, the Force Awakens or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Oh, they just did this. Oh, look at that back there. Oh, man, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Member, member, member berries. <laughs> member uh, berries. They are all over the first... Half, half. Yeah, uh, you know, they're all over it. Um, and you're like, I do remember. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I've seen this twice now. 
And the first time, I was like, yeah, Solo, yeah, it moved. That was kind of fun. I enjoyed that. That was a fun Star Wars. Second time, I was like, ooh, this movie's long. <laughs> <laughs> so that doesn't bode uh, great things it for is long, three watchability. It's not Star Trek the motion picture long. No, that is nothing is that long. <laughs> uh, nothing. I think it's still happening somewhere. Yeah, it is not finished yet. The credits haven't even rolled. <laughs> it's awful. Um, if you want to hear some fun stuff about uh, Star Trek, check out the uh, the toys that made us on the Netflix. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, Solo it suffers from we'll say Star Wars problems to be nice. Um, but like, there's movie issues. Like, there's like, uh, okay, so we're gonna do this whole scene that's not necessary. And then we're going to do a scene that says, hey, we're going to use this for setup. Uh, what's your name? Cool. I need a nickname. And then we don't ever find out anything about the nickname. The next thing you know, he's just calling him that. And, like, that's just – that would be cool instead of you doing the other dumb <laughs> shit that you didn't need to do. Now, uh, I'm not as harsh on this movie as a lot of people were. Uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat. There was a guy that walked out of the theater and was like, well, that shit was worse than the Phantom fucking Menace. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was. Yeah. Um, I like the... I, I don't... I don't like the Phantom Menace, but I mean, I get it. It's a Star Wars it's, movie. It's a Star Wars movie. I don't hold these to a higher standard than some folks do. I have a theory. Uh huh. I don't think any Star Wars movie is actually good. Um, there are melodramas that are played out you over. Watch out, boy! Just hang with me. <laughs> that are played out over archetypal characters. Now, when the first three came out originally, of course, you'd never seen anything like Joseph that. Campbell. Yeah. Of course, you've never seen anything like that. And um, it was really marketed towards kids uh, when it came out. So a lot of kids saw it. A lot of kids loved it because they'd never seen anything like that. Those kids grew up. They see The Phantom Menace, and they see something that's pretty much a Star Wars movie, and they freak the fuck out. Now, they blame it on something like, oh, midi-chlorians, blah, blah, blah. It's not the force if it's midi-chlorians. You know, they come up with all those reasons. Mm -hmm. But all Star Wars movies have those script problems. They're all pretty slow, except... Except yeah. for maybe the first one, A New Hope. I like that one. Yeah, they kept it short because they tried to keep costs down. Yeah. Uh, once they made all the money in the world, they did whatever. You know, Empire Strikes Back is all right, but that's because... He, that's my favorite. That's because they have their little battle skirmish. Yeah, yeah it's good. Um, you know, so I, I, I think this fits in fine with all the other Star Wars movies. It's a little long, and I agree with you. There's things you could cut, but there, I could cut a lot of things out of a lot of Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, I can't go into the specifics of what I would cut, but yeah. there's just some scenes that just aren't necessary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can I know use, what you're talking about. And you can use more time uh, focused on what's great about Solo, and that is Donald Glover. He's awesome. Doing a his... badass B- uh, Billy D. Williams oh, impression. Dude. Hand that man a Colt 45. Uh, <laughs> it's his now. He has taken over. Uh, he has a badass cape collection. Uh, he is fantastic in the movie, and I just I can't I I I love Donald Glover. I think he is fantastic. You can do no wrong. I have gushed about Donald Glover pretty much every episode of this show since Atlanta came back on. Uh, I just 
man, I love Donald Glover. He's the hardest working man in Hollywood that not enough people know about. Some people are just now finding out that Donald Glover is Childish Gambino. Yeah. We talked about that last mm-hmm. week as a joke, but like for real, people, some people had no fucking idea. Yeah, I think it's the saw, same guy. I saw a headline like Cardi B just found out or something. Yeah, it's like how, what is wrong with you? It's like it's not a it doesn't have a twin. Like it's well, he has a pretty thick beard in that video though. He does, but you know, yeah. I mean, oh, I do. Yeah, you, people should. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, he's great. Um, and so was Chewy. They stole that show. Uh, I mm. liked I liked their uh, interactions a lot. I liked Woody Harrelson a lot. Great character. Uh, I I never really have a problem with Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson's like fucking movie ready, go all the time. It's just like, Woody Harrelson. He's yeah. Woody Harrelson. He just does his thing, and that's why he's awesome. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm here to do a movie. I'm just going to do my Woody Harrelson thing, and they're like, that's <laughs> what we wrote it in the for. He's like, cool. I'll be there when you need me there. And, me in my uh, trailer smoking weed. That's what he does. Uh, and then he comes out. He fucking bangs it out 100, and then he fucking goes right back on in the trailer. Yep. That's why people love working with Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker is professional. <laughs> Uh, he's really, really good. I'll tell you what, um, though. I do think Star Wars needs to give up on the whole, like, hanging dice thing. Yeah. It's only confusing people. They're really trying to push that dice, and uh, they need to stop. Stop <laughs> that with makes the dice. No sense. Like, just let it go. And they're like, ooh, remember in The Last Jedi? That was, like, not even well, but six months ago? Apparently, they were in A New Hope as well. They were just hanging there, and no one noticed. Of course not. Yeah. Why the fuck would we notice? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, and, but and like- I read an article, and I texted it to you, that they put that in there because it was reminiscent of Harrison Ford's character in American Graffiti. Yeah. It was a little joke between Harrison Ford and George Lucas. It wasn't ever meant to be a thing. Yeah, and now it's a thing. Yeah, which for, we didn't for no know reason. That we had to look up to find out yeah. it was a thing. Uh, yeah, it's weird. They're like, these dice. They're <laughs> fucking special dice. Uh, but anyways, you know, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. This is a fine movie, especially for Memorial Day. See, that's Day. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's my whole thing. I had to get the whole thing out there. This yeah. is That's why the Star Wars people are mad. Uh, now, I am not a Star Wars people. I'm a guy that really enjoys Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really care too much about semantics in Star Wars because it's a movie where they go get people with laser swords and stuff <laughs> and fly spaceships. It's a space western yeah. with samurais. Like, I'm like, uh, I just want to see the cool stuff and like I don't need a perfect story. So those Star Wars movies, to me, I don't really care all that much. I think they're a lot of fun. And that's the one thing that I can say about this solo movie is this movie is the best way to describe it is it's a lot of fun. You need to go into solo. You need to adjust your expectations and you need to say, I wonder where this thing's going to take well, me the one and thing sit you, back and watch. Sorry. The one thing you have to do is not ask yourself why anybody is doing anything because there is no reason. They're just doing it. Get used to it. Yeah. And you also need to just accept the fact that no – the dude is not Harrison Ford. Yeah. No, the dude does not protect. He does not portray Harrison Ford mm. all that well all the time. I saw a couple moments. I'm like, oh, I see it. Mm-hmm. And, but it, you're not going to see it. Just yeah. don't look for it. Just let it be. Well, and I think too, um, you know, there's even in Rogue One, like 
um, when they were going on their adventure and they met the, the blind guy and the yeah. guy who was with him. Yeah. Those two guys I'm agree to join their cause and die for them after knowing them for literally 10 minutes. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we want to do that too. We're going to do it with you. Yeah, so like... Don't fuck us over. There are things that happen in Star Wars movies that just have to happen because it needs to happen for the things to happen. Yeah, and it's just got to keep things, uh, you know, moving. And in that script, they had a lot of stuff that they wanted to tell you. Uh, so... Uh, but yeah, in the end, uh, it's cool. They got a good villain. They got Khaleesi's up in there, uh, which yeah. is always fun. You know, she's talking just like Khaleesi's. Uh, she is. Yeah. You know, no change in the dialect. <laughs> she's like, I will come and do your show, but I will not change how I speak. They're like, cool, you can hear from space. You know, you talk however the fuck you want. That's how yeah. they're talking. Well, really. Yeah. You know, or well, I think though. that her uh, voice is somewhat of a spoiler, uh, honestly, but we'll talk about that after the show. Yeah, yeah we'll get there. Uh, but, yeah, um, so, yeah, you know, you can go and see this movie. It's fun. Take the kids. They'll have a good time. There's some, you know, some good kids in there. It's not too, too heavy at all, no, really. No. Uh, this is about as lighthearted as it can get for Star Wars. It's something for the kids to go, yeah, it's something to sell Millennium Falcon toys. It's something to... Watch and go, that oh, yeah, was a good fucking Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Uh, was it fucking as good as the other eight? Uh, you know, better than some, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know where exactly I'd rank it in my, my system, but it'd probably be right where about Rogue One is, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, I'll say I liked it as much as Rogue One, which scored higher. And people are like, well, it's the third lowest rated Star Wars movie in that all of the Star Wars movies ever made. It's like, yeah, at 71%, uh, <laughs> which is still certified fresh. And you can look at the other two, which are in the 40s, because they're awful. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not good movies, but they're Star Wars, so we tolerate them. Because yeah. there's cool stuff in there. It's just not all cool. Mm-hmm. That's how this movie is. There's some cool stuff in there. A couple things you're just like, yeah, I can do with that. It's moving a little slow. And it's not going to happen the first time you see it. First time you see it, you won't even care. You watch it at home video when the movie comes out. Unless you're going in there looking for problems. Yeah. You know, well, if you go in there looking for problems, you're going and you're going to leave unhappy. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, I, I started that because I, you know, Anna wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had already seen it, and when the first, you know, the first time is the fun time. The second time uh, is the uh, I can't help but analyze yeah. time. Uh, I still analyze the first time too, but it's always a lot more fun. That's not always, but a lot of times it's it's a lot more fun when I don't know as much as what I know. And then second time I come in and I'm a lot more analytical and I caught myself and I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I was about 30 minutes in and I had like seven problems, seven things already. And I'm like, ah, you know, let's just not, uh, I I need to not do that. I think it's an editing thing too. They could have saved themselves a lot of trouble if they had taken that first section before they do the three years later or whatever it was and did that all as flashbacks. Yeah, that would be better. Um, But you know, weird cuts too. weird, weird cuts. Half Weird the movie, ones. they're doing things be- without a reason, and I'm not even joking. Like they no, do not no, have a reason. No, they don't. Everybody has their own reason, kind of. Yeah, you know why he's doing it. You don't know why they're doing it, and you still don't know 100 percent what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you go, it's cool. You yeah. know, uh, I I like what they're doing. I think <laughs> it's I think it's going to Space stuff. Uh, uh, get their goal accomplished. I'm not 100% sure what their goal is. I think I know his goal, but now it's... 
There in front of him. I don't. Yeah. What, I don't, what is now the. I don't know. So that's. But the, hey, how about Vision showing up in that motherfucker? But yeah. You know, it's got Vision. He's got some fucking lightsaber knives, you know. Which is weird. Which is kind of a strange weapon, but. <laughs> when you rock, could like just shoot somebody with the blaster. But, you know, he's like, whatever. I'm going to get close and comfortable yeah. with my lightsaber knives. Oh, also, apparently, in that scene, there is the skull from Indiana Jones. I saw it. Yeah. And also, I swear to God, I saw. Uh, some sort of something in the shadow that looked like a Darth Vader helmet. Oh, I yeah. I swear to God I saw it hmm. uh, when he was like getting in a lift or some shit. I, I swear I saw it, but then I couldn't rewind it. Well, he would, Darth Vader would have been alive. I, I'm just, it, yeah. it could have a helmet. It could. It been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but there's some, some shit like that streamed about. And they do it on purpose. So you can go, oh, remember? And you go, yeah. And yeah. you leave with a happy feeling. That is kind of the point of Star Wars anymore, especially if it's not a strict canon movie. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. So uh, don't get mad at them for doing what they've always done, which is basically what they're doing. Yeah, and the one time they didn't did, do it, you, you said it was the worst movie ever made. Yeah, and, yeah, and you, yeah. So, I mean, at this point, it's really hard to, to appease the hardcore Star Wars fan. You could go out there and crank out a fucking 91% rated movie where it's technically oh, filmed. Half the people a, would still hate it. That's what I'm saying. It's just because they took themselves too seriously. And Star Wars used to be fun or whatever. Yeah. Now it's just, now it's not fun for these people. That's a shame. You know, you know, you build things up in your head, man. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. You built it up in your head. You told yourself it was the greatest movie ever. And now they, now that they're making new ones, you, you realize, oh shit, maybe my whole life has been meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? I think the biggest compliment I can give this movie was I I had seen a lot of what I call uh, red flags along the development. Directors exited. It was supposed to be the 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 Andrew Miller and Phil Lord, who are the Lego movie guys. Yeah. And they were responsible for a lot of it. But then they're like, ah, we're out. And that's like, what? And then like Ron Howard steps in. And then you're I have like, a feeling that so was... it's not Ron Howard's movie. And Ron Howard's like, excuse me, I don't like to talk myself up, but I reshot three fourths of this movie in like a month. <laughs> so chill out. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ron fucking Howard. I get shit done. <laughs> <laughs> I filmed a literal space movie yeah. where my people were fucking weightless. That's right. Come at me, bro. Yeah, like, I know about outer fucking space, okay? <laughs> I've been on a fake moon. It's it's <laughs> wild. Have you been on a fake moon? No, you haven't. So, yeah. Uh, see, we brought it back to the fake moon. But, no, uh, I see a lot of red flags, and I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good. Uh, and I left going, hey, that was a lot fucking better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and to me, that's the best way I could rate that movie. Yeah. So I give this movie a solid B. I say it's a four-star movie. You know, if I was to rate it in the percentiles, it would be like a 75 to 79 percenter, uh, you know, B-minus-ish. Mm, but okay. uh, you know, I I dug it. I, I you know I, I'll I'll add it to my Star Wars collection and I'll have fun watching it. Yeah, I'm kind of with you all the way. It's a fun movie. If you want more than that, you came to the wrong place, motherfucker. That's right. You are seeing the wrong thing. Um, and here's my only concern. I hope it doesn't happen. And we'll end on this note here. Uh, is that it uh, performed disastrously? Uh, did not have huge Memorial Day numbers, yeah. and Disney thought it was going to be massive it was not 
massive. It's still, like for every other movie, they're like, you think that's bad? Disney's like, it's awful. Other movies are like, we'd kill to make that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's like, it's not good enough. Uh, well, I, you know, they expect lines out the door like you do for a Star Wars movie, but it's not a strict canon movie. And it had media problems that had, the whispers were out there that it wasn't so great. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it doesn't help that there's articles coming out saying Solo is a total disaster. Studio execs are panicking. Wasn't They're jumping the one, out of their fucking office windows. Wasn't that the I one where the preview audiences were t- saying it was that terrible? Was Deadpool yeah, that's right. That was Deadpool 2. That was Deadpool 2. The preview audiences really enjoyed Solo. Mm-hmm. And and here's what I guess. I guess this is probably the second best compliment I can say is that uh, every, like, live person that I've talked to that have seen Solo is like, oh, have you seen Solo? Oh, did you see Solo? Everybody's liked it. Mm. Not everybody's loved it, but everybody's liked it. Nobody was like, man, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, of of the people that I know and interacted with, everybody was like, yeah, you know, I really thought it was all right. I thought it was going to kind of fucking suck, but, you know, it was all right. Hey, man, you go in there with low expectations and it surprises you. Uh, yeah, doing so a little better, yeah. you know that maybe that was it too. But here's my real concern: is that uh, now it, it did not make a lot of money, so it's going to really piss me off if they cancel the other two parts of the trilogy. Oh yeah, I would not like that. Now I'm invested. I want to see the Jabba shit. Sorry, uh, <laughs> it's not in the movies. Yeah, you know, uh, there's there's just there's talk of Jabba is all. Uh, but you think, oh well, I'll probably see that at some point in this movie or I, in this. I think they'll at least make one more, no matter what. They got to so. they they gotta gotta got... wrap it up. You can't leave that shit hanging out it's, there. No, you can't. And, and I hope that they do because there's a lot. Of, like somebody shows up, you did not expect to see, and you want to see again. Yeah. Uh, you're you like, want answers to the, questions, yeah, motherfucker. When the movie's over, you're like, God dang, that was long. But fuck, I want to know what goes on. I'd sit again. Yeah. Like let's, but I want to see forward advancement here. <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to know where we're going. Uh, but I think Khaleesi's just got herself a job for a trilogy. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's uh, she's Khaleesi's. She's not to be fucked with. Mother yeah. of Dragons, dude. And she's also come out and said she's not doing the Terminator. So fuck off. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. I did that the once, and I, it was beneath me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I am not a Sarah Connor. Uh, but she was all right. She was. She seemed uncomfortable. She had a really hard time controlling that weird uh, English slash Khaleesi's accent that she does. Yeah. She had a hard time in the Terminator. She didn't have the same physical prowess as the original Sarah Connor either. She's no, she She's a bit more not. diminutive. Indeed, yeah. Sarah Connor, whip your ass yeah. uh, quickly. Without thinking twice. Punch your teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even Sarah Connor in the first one. Yeah. Like, oh, she, I get it. Yeah, she's like, let's arm wrestle, bitch. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. And she would beat me quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I would be like, don't, damn. <laughs> you know, uh, I never did see the Sarah, Chron- or Sarah Connor Chronicles. but uh, I don't think anybody did. But, uh, you know, uh, Summer Glau, she was in Firefly. Mm, yeah. So yeah, hopefully yeah. some of the Chronicles were decent enough for those who watched it. Yeah. I did not. It ended quickly. <laughs> it did. Uh, so anyways, uh, as all shows do, ours is going to come to an end. Next week, we're going to focus on Action Point. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I'm going to try to get in there and see Adrift as well. Something tells me it might be decent, but I don't know. It might not. Uh, but I think that Action Park, that's right up my alley. That I love the Jackass uh, crew. I like what they do. Plus, I like the real-life story of Action Park. If you're like, what? Check our episode out last week when we 
talked about Action Park coming up. And uh, I, there's a YouTube video that's out. I go into detail talking about, you know, all the different stuff that's going on in Action Park. I'm pretty excited for it. And if you don't want to do all that shit I just told you, totally understand. Listen to us next week when I come in and I talk about Action <laughs> Park. I'll probably talk about all that shit again. So, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping that it's going to be good. No score we yet. We like to have each show stand on its own, Mary. That's right. Uh, no show uh, or no score yet. Uh, it's a little concerning. It's one of those red flags. It's jackass people. But yeah, it, you know, it's jackass well. people. They're going to be like, I don't, I just, no. Uh, but we're like, yeah, it's I like jackass people. It's going to be a 20% people. movie that makes a buckload of money. Yeah, and I'm going to love it, I think. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. Um, and if you don't know about Action Point is, uh, Google it. Uh, it's in New Jersey, and it is real, and it is going to be something else. So <laughs> uh, if you want to hear about that, come back and see us at uh, uh, the same bat time, same bat channel, or check out all of our old episodes at www.howsimpseesit.com. We uh, try to be, uh, to the best of our abilities, the weekly podcast for everything, but sometimes... Life happens, but it we've does. been doing well. Or movies uh, don't. I know. That's right. That was the case about two weeks ago. It's, it's all Avengers or nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa McCarthy's like, I don't even know why I did that movie. It's Get nobody, paid. Yeah, well, she she got paid, but nobody watched. Yeah. Uh, nobody. And I mean nobody, except for like me and Anna or like that, you know. You said it was like a like a book club meeting. There was it a was. Bunch of it, was yeah, it was about a book club meeting. Yeah, it's, that seems yeah, it sounds about right. Anyways, uh, we will talk to you next week, uh, same time, same channel. Uh, hope you all had uh, a good Memorial weekend. Not a ha- I'm not, I'm not going to say Happy Memorial Day. It's weird talking about it. I'm not going to say. I hope you all had a ha- hope you all had a wonderful weekend uh, with your family, loved ones, or whatever you do. On Memorial Day, and I hope you all uh, stopped and had a chance to reflect back on those who have uh, gone out and and given up and paid the ultimate sacrifice, uh, and that's what uh, Memorial Day is all about. Then they had cool baseball jerseys, yeah, 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 which was interesting. It was hot as hell here where we lived. It was uh, one of the hottest days uh, ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was a record, so. Uh, that's how that's how warm it was. Uh, so uh, yeah, in case I don't see it, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.